What do we call you, sir? First name, Mr. Last name, Glass. Welcome to Should You Watch This with the Popcorn Priest, a weekly podcast where movie enthusiasts, ex-movie theater projectionists, and many more take the time to talk about a movie that we just watched and answer that very question, should or shouldn't you watch this? I'm your host, Chris Compton. Let's get into our review and breakdown of Glass from 2019. I'll tell you a secret. I want to believe in real-life superheroes. Like every kid in the world. But I'm still waiting. And yet, we exist. Convince me. Some of us don't die with bullets. No way. Some of us can bend steel. What do you want? I need your abilities to get us out of here. The bad guys are teaming up. I'm the only person who can stop him. We are not meant to have this much power. Are you ready to show the world what we are capable of? This won't be like a comic book. What do we call you, sir? First name, Mr. Last name, Glass. Rated PG-13. Joining me today is reoccurring guests Cole and Taylor, longtime friends and movie enthusiasts who both worked with me when I worked as a projectionist at the movie theater years ago. Happy to have them on this week's Breakdown of Glass from 2019. The description for this movie is security guard David Dunn uses his supernatural abilities to track Kevin Wendell Crumb. Must be super important if he's got a middle name. A disturbed man who has 24 personalities. Directed by M. Night Shyamalan, top billed stars are James McAvoy, Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson. Runtime of two hours and nine minutes, rated PG-13. Genre on Rotten Tomatoes says mystery and thriller, comma, drama. Uh, these are always weird to me. I just, <laughs> I don't know if they're, I don't know if this is right or not, but I, I guess it's a mystery. There is some thrilling moments. I just like to write, read it because it's, it's, it's interesting. IMDb gives us a 6.7 out of 10 from 209,000 reviews. Rod Tomatoes, however, gives us a 37% from critics and a 67% from the rest of us. So the critic, which is 37%, is from 309 critic ratings and then 10,000 plus audience ratings. So, I mean, usually that... It doesn't really mean a whole lot, but you can kind of gauge, you know, if the critics are giving giving a crap and then the audience kind of likes it or vice versa. So take it for what it's worth. Box office haul on this one was a 20 on a 20 million dollar budget. This made a worldwide box office haul of 247 million dollars, which is pretty incredible for a movie that is basically the threequel uh, 20 years later. Where to watch this one? You have to rent this sucker, or you can go old school like me and order the Netflix disc. Me and about six other customers still get the discs because we are we like the audio not compressed on the streaming services. And now for the most talked about segment on podcasting, should or shouldn't you watch this? Top five reasons why you should watch this. Number one, if you've seen Unbreakable. Number two, if you've seen Split. Actually, 
This is a pre-wreck. Actually, this is a pre-wreck. How come I can't say that word? Actually, this is a pre-wreck. Actually, you gotta watch both of these movies. You because you can't watch this one without seeing those two. Otherwise, you're gonna be super lost. Number three, if you're an M. Night Shyamalan fan. Number four, if you want an unconventional superhero movie amongst the sea of Marvel and DC movies and TV shows that are out right now. And last but not least, if you want to see an amazing performance by James McAvoy, this is for you. At this point, there may be some spoilers up ahead, so if you want to watch and then come back and join us for our breakdown of Glass from 2019. But before we do that, let's go through some popcorn trivia. Although Disney owns the rights to Unbreakable from 2000, director M. Night Shyamalan retained the rights to any potential sequels so that the studio could not make one without his involvement. Such was his desire for creative control that he co-financed Glass by mortgaging his house. So he financed this movie by himself. Fortunately, it wasn't one of his stinkers like before because this one made a lot of money, so... You did good, Mr. Shyamalan. Shyamalan-nam-dam. In one scene inside Kevin Crumb's cell, several toothbrushes are visible on a shelf, implying that each of Kevin's personalities has his or own toothbrush. Now that's a question for you. If you had multiple personalities, would you have a separate toothbrush for all of them? That's, that's a mind twister for you. And last but not least, the primary red herring in this movie is a fictional tallest building in Philadelphia, the Osaka Tower. This appears to be an allusion to the equally fictional Nakatomi Plaza in Los Angeles, the setting of Bruce Willis's action debut, Die Hard, which is a much better movie. So you should watch Die Hard after this. So popcorn beefs, I talk about my beefs in the pods, so I'll just let you hear it straight from the source. So let's get into this week's breakdown of Glass from 2019. We are debating the pronunciation of Huawei phones right now. Welcome to another episode of Popcorn Priest. We've just screened Glass, a the third part in a 19-year-long trilogy. Wait, From M. Night Shyamalan, whose career has... Say spoilers, we might be giving things away. M. Night, yeah, there are spoilers. Everything, just all things are spoilers. Jeez. Well, no, not this big, though. Yeah, this whole uh, movie I mean, is a I mean, spoiler. You, you have to have watched Split before you see this, in theory. It well, I didn't, but... Yeah, it's the description <laughs> Netflix gives is M. Night Shyamalan brings together two of his standout original films, Unbreakable and Split. I agree with that. It'd be awesome if, like, Haley Joel Osment was in this. <laughs> like, able to see dead people. In this explosive <laughs> comic book thriller... In this explosive comic book thriller... In this explosive comic book thriller, Elijah Prince, also known as Mr. Glass, finds David Dunn pursuing Kevin Wendell Crumb's superhuman figure, the Beast, in a series of escalating encounters... Price, armed with secrets critical to both men, emerges as a shadowy orchestrator. In a series of escalator encounters. 2019, two hours and 19 minute, or two, two hours and nine minute runtime. It did feel long. Yeah, it felt kind of long. Yeah, it should have been. They could have cut it like an hour minutes. and 40 minutes. It's like it's 
Yeah, like it starts really strong, I thought. Like, better than I thought from what I'd heard about it. Yeah. And then... It feels go, like a whole different Yeah, then, the then they half. go to the host, the mental hospital, and the movie comes to a halt, it felt like. Well, <laughs> the, the second act is really kind yeah. of... It, the second act's trying to gain interest in, you know, building for the finale. Yeah. But the finale is kind of a letdown. The, yeah, the finale does not... It does not... It doesn't shouldn't have mentioned the building. If, yeah, like, if that third act had been better, the middle part would have been fine. But Like, like if what, it was... Fantastical yeah. in a building and lots of explosions and all right. Crazy. Well, yeah, I didn't expect them to do that just because the nature of movie budgets and what this is is like this I weird, know, still, it's like weird sequel to like a minor similar. like January horror like thriller from two years ago. And well, this came out in January too. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's why I was saying, like, like how, many, how well did Split do? It's an Unbreakable that I don't think did well at all, did it? Unbreakable made a ton of money. No way. Yeah, it did. It did pretty uh, well. I don't remember. Split did well. This unbreakable was right after well. The Sixth Sense. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. I remember going to see it at Cinemark, and it was packed on opening weekend. Well, then, yeah, that probably, if it was after The Sixth Sense, then, yeah, probably did. I liked Unbreakable a lot. Yeah, no, Unbreakable, I, yeah, I still think Unbreakable is real good. And Split is I feel really, like, really good, too. I feel like this expanded universe thing kind of diminishes both of them. <laughs> yeah, it tries to put too much into It's like, I, you know, I didn't need, like, like Unbreakable, I think, works really well on its own terms as far as, like, a so standalone movie. I didn't see Split, so I don't... I know, but I'm being... I, I mean, I wouldn't surprise me Split. that... But that's what I remember hearing about Split was everyone liked it, and then kind of at the end they're like, "Oh, there's a that little was, teaser." That was what I heard. About. I wasn't gonna like see it, and I ended up not seeing it. But like that, I heard that it was a number like this, a true stealth sequel to it's, Unbreakable. Yeah, you don't realize it until the very end. You're like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I didn't know. I I didn't get. Then that. you realize they're all in the village. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just bringing the Shalama verse together. <laughs> And also the aliens from Sonic. <laughs> Swing away. That would be a really awkward. Key and Phoenix is in here with a bat. Hey, there's water in that one too. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. See. So really, what it is is Bruce Willis is one of those aliens. Aliens, aliens, and comic book heroes are both terrified of water. I'm giving this one a medium. Uh, yeah, it's bucket like. It's like I mean I don't know it's it's not like a colossal failure but it's also not a you, success. You have to be a really diehard Shyamalan I fan could, to kind of get a lot. I, out I of feel it. like there's probably someone who's like a huge fan of his that would evangelize this movie. What's uh what's the guy? I can't remember his name. That plays the Beast. Uh, James, James McAvoy. James McAvoy. He's great. He's yeah. Great. He's like he awesome. Deserved a better movie with the yeah. work he put in. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of work, both with his body and all the voices. The, the neck veins are popping. Yeah, like the whole like physicality that he does is really good. Great. Yeah, no, it's it's like there's strong elements to it, and I think that Samuel Jackson's like. Well, it's kind of the. I mean, the majority of the movie they let McAvoy just kind of. Yeah, it's kind of a showcase kind of for him. Steal yeah. the show, and so then. I mean, Sam yeah, Jackson what, doesn't say anything yeah. until two thirds of the movie. I just feel yeah. like, like the first like like act of that movie should have been longer because it was like really interesting. It should have been longer chasing the beast down. Like, yeah, like because I mean, a, like that stuff was all like he shockingly good. I thought like because yeah. I wasn't expecting this movie to be like good at all because it got was so poorly received. <laughs> what what did it 
what was like the, in Rotten Tomatoes? It's like in the 30s. Was, yeah. Really? I, yeah, which, I mean, it's not that bad, but it's... It's 30s? disappointing. No. Yeah, no, that's it, what it is. It was like 40s. I thought it was you like, just looked it up? Yeah, it was low. Let's see. No, I looked up Huawei, and that was the last thing I looked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of they. I mean, McAvoy got the majority of the screen time, and everybody else. Yeah, it's 37. Kind of like where they fit on in Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Which it's not that bad. It's not like atrocious. It's like, like 60s or 70s. Yeah, which for like the genre film that it was, kind of was, was pretty what you kind of expect for one of those. I don't know. The introduction of this secret society. That felt so hacky. Dumb. Really hacky. Don't give anything away. We already right. did. Spoiler alert. The well, they, well they, don't know, they don't know what secret yes, society. The, the whole third act of this is bad. The whole, yeah. it's, <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it also, like, the, well, this, the, like, the limited scale, like, it kind of reminded me of like, how they say that you never see, like, a Batman movie where he's out doing stuff during the day. Because it's kind of absurd. <laughs> he's yeah. not. He's not imposing. Well, the whole if because like yeah if, like if this was like a second picture, like if he was aiming to continue, it would make sense. But the way everything kind of he ties up all the loose ends, but then he presents a whole bunch of new ones that you're just kind of like, okay, well that's never gonna get solved. It's like, well, why did you end it this way? Yeah, if you're why, just gonna why did not... you fill these elements in to go nowhere? Yeah, that's like, kind but... of because the third act it just it falls apart. But parts fast. of it are cool, like the like the. The ending should have taken place in Nakatomi Towers. Yeah, it should have. <laughs> it felt it felt no, cheap the way because they, of the tie-in with yeah, Bruce Willis that, that and Die Hard. That would have been good. <laughs> and, and Sam Jackson. And yes, they should like have driven there in like a car with the gold bars in the back. Yes, I love how I was reading somewhere the other day that. Apparently, Die Hard Two is real nice. No, that's Die Hard Three. Oh, that's the third the tr- one. Which you're right. That's the true Die Hard Two. <laughs> <laughs> they brought back James McTiernan. It was great, or they, whatever his name is. John McTiernan. John McTiernan. Yeah. They think you know, that I, you know, I had a fifty-fifty chance of John or James. They, <laughs> they think that Home Alone and Detective Pikachu are in the same universe because. They both walk into a room oh, man. with that Pikachu black and white Christmas movie playing, where he pulls out the Tommy gun and like shoots the guy. Yeah, that is in there. So it's they, a weird movie. So they, I know I only, only got halfway through. It's not good. It's, I know. It's really <laughs> Detective Pikachu. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah, it's really strange. I was gonna select the Big Lebowski for tonight, but my wife really wanted to watch that. That would have been awesome to have your wife watch that. She would have loved it. She would have walked out of it. <laughs> What? Julianne Moore paint naked while suspended in the air on ropes is perfectly appropriate. <laughs> she just... Yeah, she wouldn't have... Appreciated? Understood it, it at all. That's the whole point, though. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> the whole plot doesn't matter. I think I've only seen it one How time. How else oh, am I supposed man, to see no. Jeff Bridges getting attacked by a weasel in a bathtub? I need to see it. <laughs> or a ferret, or whatever it is. I think it's a ferret. That movie is incredible. Man... Come on, brothers. We need to like freeze them or something. They can never die. We need to put their brains in. We need to put yeah, their in jars. Yeah, make those took those jars up to like directing robots. So directing unit forever. Well, I gave my rating. I'll give Cole, it two, two and a half. Out of some stars. stars. It could have been good. Some stars. Like <laughs> that's right. That's as elements. Like you feel like that. Like maybe if he'd rewritten it a few more times. Yeah, he didn't. He something to like it starts real strong. Like I was like, "Hey, this movie's not bad at all." And then yeah. it kind of just like and then it, and then it slows down, 
tries to gaslight you with like, oh no, all this. That well, was probably a bigger problem I had with it. Is like, and it makes sense at the end, but you're like, but you know, you're like I saw Unbreakable. I know that he actually has like powers, supernatural yeah, ability, I, like I super power like ability. So it's like. Like, so you're not you really like tricking us. Her with that. tattoo at all th- throughout the movie? Yeah, interesting to no. that just be able to pick no. it up. Did I miss that? Like no. when they said that that was anything, or was it just kind of implying like, oh no, like there and you knew that they were all like together all some way. Together, but yeah. I only noticed it when the sniper. Oh no! I just noticed it when the guy's hand came down when he was like in the in the puddle. That's the, what that, I, and I was like, oh, that's okay, when he so started revealing is, it. Though, oh, but okay. If you look at the flashback, she's wearing long sleeve shirts every time you see her, like intentionally hiding it. Like, even in the hospital, she'll come in, she's got, like, a skirt on, but then she's got a long sleeve shirt, like, covering her wrists. Yeah, it's just not a good, great movie, like, in terms of, like, they, like the grand structure of it. You're like, oh, you're so more, that was all... It was more, more, yeah, that's, more confusing. Like, it's, like, like, it's like, like, well, like, crafted. Like, I mean, yeah. it didn't feel like... Shot. Yeah, yeah. like, in, like, like the... Everyone seems, and you're like, okay, this is like an actual movie with production and stuff. Good and then, acting. And then, yeah. Just the bat, the story. And then just like the overall plot. Like, this is this is what those... It's like, <laughs> you, you gotta make this movie after you like stealth made a sequel to a movie you made forever ago that was like this kind of a cult hit. He's, he's regressing back into Lady in the Water territory. I like that movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I never saw it. I heard my my sister really liked it. I, just, I never saw it. I only saw parts. I love the one dude that only works out like one inside of his body. Wow, what was the the happening? That's probably like the last M Night movie I, I saw. Didn't, I didn't you, like that. That was so stupid and great. It was, it was well. I mean, it wasn't good at all, but it was hilarious. It was hilarious. It was. Also, how yeah. like horrifically miscast Mark Wahlberg was in that. Yeah, no, everybody was. Oh no, it's so bad. Yeah, and M. Night being reduced to a part of as a what speaking voiceover on the yeah, phone. What else has he done? Like it's like his career. Like the, the, I mean, the stupid movie with Will Smith and his son. Oh right, the, the that one right. like paycheck movie oh. he did where Will Smith was like wounded and he was the son was on, what was it called after after that was it yeah. I watched that. No, I watched that too. It was after like, Earth, but then he made that one home. Found footage thing where the kids go to their grandmother's house and they like are cannibals. Oh, it's like a horror. Yeah, what was that called? I remember that. I don't know. The the visit. He produced like that weird like Like, elevator devil movie. That was actually good. I like Devil Inside. I don't think he directed that, but he definitely produced it. That was good. He produced it. It's like the M Night Chronicles or something. It's called Devil. Yeah, Devil. There we go. Yeah, because the V was the that was the down sign on a elevator. All right. Well, we got some stars, two yeah, points, it's, five stars, and then a medium bucket, which totally mediocre. Like, I mean, it's not the third Matrix movie as far as like horrendously like. <laughs> well, it's not the third Pirates movie either. Oh man, whatever. The second Pirates movie was terrible. Well, the, I said the third. <laughs> yeah, the second, I like the second one. The second yeah. one was good. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. <laughs> the third one. I mean, I, I will argue that the second Matrix movie is. The giant. Okay, I liked it. Like, I, it left me leaving, like thinking that maybe everyone had been wrong about the third Matrix movie when I would like, because I watched them way after the fact. Like, uh, yeah. I'd seen the first one when it was popular, and then later when the sequels were terrible, I never did. And I was like, watched the second one, I was like, this is all right. Yeah, that, it's like this got to, and then the third one, I was like, oh, never mind. Everyone was always right. This is <laughs> well because. <laughs> Dude, did you hear the announcement? Yeah, the, I told well, they you. Oh yeah, you, 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 you messaged it. Yeah. Why are they doing? I, I know. Oh man, I don't know. 
we'll, like, have, <laughs> we'll have to talk about that another time. Yeah, anyway. The Matrix 4, everybody. This is it's a, a minor Matrix 3 movie. It's only yeah. got one director. It doesn't have both sisters. Yeah. Just just one of the Wachowski sisters. Who? Which, I mean, their last like thing they did together was that Jupiter Ascending, and that was great. Oh, God. <laughs> that movie... That's an amazingly like but, bad. It's it's the but, perfect kind of bad movie. But so before, that, <laughs> before that, they did Cloud Atlas, which was awesome. Yeah, I disagree. I thought that was like this like three hour long mess, but it was a mess. <laughs> hey, like Tom Hanks as an evil shoreman back in the eighteen hundreds you know, was awesome. I appreciate the ambition behind that movie. I liked the book, but like it was just such a mess, and you're just like, oh yeah, this was whatever. Yeah. Well, until next time, this is the Popcorn Priest. As always, hit me up on the Twitters if you want to interact with the great Popcorn Priest at Popcorn Priest. I respond to every tweet. Also, if you enjoyed this or any of our other episodes, please subscribe so you can get notifications on our newest episodes. Much appreciated. Next week, if you want to be ready for our newest breakdown, we will be reviewing Mandy from 2018. And let me say this, it's not for the faint of heart. As always, thanks for listening. This has been Should You Watch This with the Popcorn Priest. And for Cole and Taylor, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week.